American Prometheus, the inspiration for the major motion picture Oppenheimer. Are you fascinated by characters who've played a starring role in shaping world history? J. Robert Oppenheimer is one such figure you should know. Much like the legendary Greek titan Prometheus, who braved the wrath of the gods to gift mankind the power of fire, Oppenheimer too gave humanity a gift of incalculable power, the atomic bomb. In our riveting dive into American Prometheus, we'll traverse through the labyrinth of Oppenheimer's life, journeying across five key stages, his glittering early years, his innovative strides at Berkeley, the hush-hush Los Alamos atomic project, the dilemmas post the atomic blasts, and finally, the phase where his every move was under relentless scrutiny. Along the way, we'll examine Oppenheimer's complex legacy, a tapestry interwoven with revolutionary scientific achievement and profound ethical questioning. So buckle up for a captivating journey into the life of a man who triggered a seismic shift in our world, launching us into the atomic age. Part 1. Tracing the Roots of a Radiant Intellect Let's embark on our journey with a look at Oppenheimer's early life, a critical precursor to his audacious atomic endeavors. The seeds of Oppenheimer's exceptional intelligence were sown at an early age. Born in 1904, the future physicist showed early signs of an insatiable intellectual hunger, an appetite that would set the stage for his later feats. From a young age, Oppenheimer didn't have the patience for mundane activities like piano lessons. Instead, he was enamored by the treasure trove of knowledge found within books. This early interest paved the way for a scholarly pursuit at Harvard and later at the University of Cambridge, where quantum physics became his intellectual playfield. Oddly enough, Oppenheimer remained in the dark about the global fascination with subatomic phenomena until his move to Europe in the 1920s. There, quantum theory was all the rage, becoming the proving ground for ambitious young physicists. However, Oppenheimer's early life wasn't just immersed in equations and scientific theories. He was stirred by the socio-political undercurrents of the time. Being a Jew, Oppenheimer encountered the sting of ridicule while pursuing his doctorate at Germany's University of Göttingen. This exposure sparked an intense curiosity about social divisions, forever kindling his passion for understanding the world beyond scientific lines. Despite never being an official member of the Communist Party, Oppenheimer's affiliations with those on the left side of the spectrum would later be a point of controversy back in the United States. But during the tumultuous 1930s, being drawn towards left-leaning ideologies was not uncommon among intellectuals, especially those disturbed by the unsettling rise of fascism across Europe. In this formative stage of his life, we observe the brilliant intellect, political leanings, and moral curiosity that would lay the foundation for Oppenheimer's later life as a pioneering scientist and his ethical grappling with the implications of his groundbreaking work. Now, let's follow Oppenheimer's journey to the University of California, Berkeley. Part 2. From the Birthplace of Brilliance, The Berkeley Beginnings the Berkeley era was an instrumental chapter in Oppenheimer's life. It not only prepared him for his later atomic odyssey, 
but also set the stage for his groundbreaking scientific advancement. Picture this, a young, ambitious associate professor stepping onto the campus of the University of California, Berkeley, in 1929, eager to share his groundbreaking knowledge with bright, inquisitive minds. From day one, Oppenheimer was deeply rooted in the rapidly evolving world of science. He intricately deconstructed the complex layers of quantum mechanics, unraveling intricate concepts like Heisenberg's uncertainty principle, the Schrodinger equation, and Dirac's synthesis for eager learners. He confessed to having a pretty good feeling about non-relativistic quantum mechanics, proving to be quite the popular professor. His magnetic charisma attracted a significant share of America's brightest minds to Berkeley's physics department. Oppenheimer's popularity was evident from the fact that, out of the five National Research Council fellowships in physics awarded in 1934, three winners chose to study under him. Quite the academic superstar, wouldn't you say? Yet, the Berkeley Chronicle wouldn't be complete without mentioning another rising star in the field of physics, Ernest Orlando Lawrence. An experimental physicist, Lawrence was making groundbreaking strides in the scientific community. It wasn't long before Lawrence and Oppenheimer, both equally young and ambitious, struck a powerful alliance. The fusion of Oppenheimer's theoretical brilliance with Lawrence's experimental ingenuity paved the path to breakthrough advancements in the realm of physics. Outside the labs and lecture halls, Oppenheimer nurtured a flourishing relationship with Catherine Kitty Pewening, a vibrant divorcee known for her radical mindset. Their love story adds a human dimension to the scientific saga, giving us a glimpse of the man behind the revolutionary mind. Despite their passion-filled yet occasionally turbulent relationship, Kitty provided Oppenheimer with a deep emotional anchor. Remember that this Berkeley chapter of Oppenheimer's journey is not just a pit stop. It's a pivotal launch pad from where he leapfrogged into his later atomic endeavors at Los Alamos. Part 3, The Manhattan Project, At the Heart of History Imagine the arid desert lands of New Mexico, home to Los Alamos, a place that saw the birth of the atomic age under Oppenheimer's pioneering guidance. As the director of the clandestine Manhattan Project, he led a team of the world's top scientific minds to create the world's first atomic bomb. The stakes were unimaginably high. With World War II gripping the globe and rumors of Nazi Germany's atomic ambitions rising, it was a race against time. Los Alamos wasn't just a cradle of scientific innovation. It was a boiling pot of varied personalities. It brought together Nobel laureates, young prodigies, seasoned researchers, and ambitious newcomers in one place. At the helm of this diverse group, Oppenheimer emerged as a visionary leader, stirring a sense of unity amongst the eclectic crew, driving them towards a common goal. With every step, the team took closer to realizing the atomic bomb. A blend of exhilaration and trepidation hung in the air. In 1945, when the world's first atomic bomb was detonated during the Trinity test, it revealed the moral and ethical dilemmas at the heart of their creation. As the mushroom cloud unfurled above New Mexico, so did the haunting question of the responsibilities tied to their scientific triumph. Oppenheimer, watching the unfolding spectacle, 
turned to the Hindu scripture, Bhagavad Gita, and uttered, Now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. It was a chilling reminder that scientific progress, while capable of making leaps in knowledge, also had the power to wreak unimaginable destruction. Los Alamos stands as a microcosm of the larger narrative of scientific progress. It's a place where ambition meets responsibility and where innovation confronts ethics. Through the lens of this secretive lab, we get a glimpse into the complexities that defined Oppenheimer's life and the atomic age. As we chart our path forward, keep the lessons from Los Alamos in mind. They remind us that progress, no matter how groundbreaking, brings its unique set of challenges that need to be navigated with wisdom and foresight. With that in mind, let's now delve into the aftermath of the bomb drops over Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Part 4. Wrestling with the Ghost of Hiroshima In the immediate aftermath of the Hiroshima and Nagasaki bombings, Oppenheimer found himself in an altered world. The post-blast landscape was a battlefield of political intrigue and ethical dilemmas. The once-celebrated physicist was now a recognizable face, notorious as the father of the atomic bomb. In the storm of this newfound fame, Oppenheimer found himself dealing with overwhelming responsibility. As the architect of the atomic era, the world looked upon him for guidance and leadership in these uncharted territories. Yet, life was not about accolades and applause. Oppenheimer's left-leaning past, affiliations during the Red Scare, a period of heightened anti-communist suspicion caught up with him. As the nation plunged into the paranoia of the Cold War, he found himself under scrutiny and suspicion. His loyalties to America were questioned, and the bonds he had with left-leaning entities became a source of relentless criticism. The political struggles of post-war America reached their zenith when Oppenheimer faced a grueling security hearing in 1954. The hearing was more than a security clearance process. It was a public trial of Oppenheimer's character and motivations. The verdict, a revoked security clearance, and a tarnished reputation. Despite the political turmoil, Oppenheimer's commitment to science and ethics didn't waver. He continued grappling with his work's moral implications, focusing on the balance between scientific advancement and human responsibility. This chapter of Oppenheimer's life offers a peek into a man at the crossroads of history, trying to reconcile his personal beliefs with the demands of a rapidly changing world. His journey echoes the complexities of progress and the challenges faced by those who dare to change the world. Part 5. An Unseen War. Oppenheimer Under the Lens. Suddenly, it seemed, Oppenheimer's life teetered on the edge of an abyss. The man who once played a pivotal role in ending World War II found himself center stage, but as a suspect rather than a hero. Welcome to 1954, the year of the infamous Trial of the Titan. Oppenheimer found himself subjected to a security hearing that reverberated across the nation. The physicist, once celebrated as America's atomic hero, was now under the microscope, his actions and beliefs questioned. Picture a nation in the throes of the McCarthy era, a time characterized by heightened anti-communist suspicion 
and relentless witch hunts. Fear of communism was at an all-time high. Allegiances were constantly scrutinized, and many fell victim to this paranoia for their beliefs or associations. Against this backdrop, Oppenheimer's hearing began, unveiling a myriad of accusations. His past affiliations with known communists and his resistance to the hydrogen bomb development were unveiled for public scrutiny. The hearing was much more than just a matter of security clearance. It became a crucible of Oppenheimer's character, beliefs, and motivations. But here's where the tale takes an intriguing turn. Oppenheimer didn't just defend his actions. He used the platform to voice his concerns about the direction the atomic age was headed. His pleas for the international control of atomic energy and his anxieties about a nuclear arms race created ripples among political and military leaders. The hearing was not just an ideological clash. It was reflective of the era's mindset. It captured a nation grappling between fear of the red menace and respect for intellectual freedom. Oppenheimer in many ways became the embodiment of this conflict. The conclusion of the trial saw Oppenheimer's security clearance revoked and his reputation tarnished. This triggered a nationwide debate. Was the trial a necessary measure for national security, or was it an infringement on the rights of an individual? The jury is still out on that. Throughout the trial, the world saw a side of Oppenheimer that was both vulnerable and defiant. A man who, despite the odds, stood by his convictions and dared to question the status quo. It's a testament to his indomitable spirit and a reminder of the price one often pays for speaking truth to power. Final summary, unraveling the legacy of a legendary Prometheus. J. Robert Oppenheimer is a figure that is as complex as the atomic particles he studied. His legacy is a tapestry interwoven with revolutionary scientific achievements and profound ethical dilemmas. On one hand, Oppenheimer is celebrated as a scientific genius and a visionary who ushered in the atomic age. His leadership at Los Alamos and his key role in the Manhattan Project stand as testaments to his intellectual prowess and unwavering determination. Yet, at the same time, his legacy is tinged with the moral and ethical consequences of the atomic bomb. The innovation that ended World War II also resulted in immense destruction and profoundly altered the world's geopolitical landscape. His constant questioning of the implications of his work highlights the internal conflict he wrestled with. Beyond the atomic bomb, Oppenheimer's life was marked by political trials and public scrutiny. Despite personal and professional setbacks, he remained a staunch advocate for the responsible use of scientific advancements and the importance of ethical considerations in scientific discoveries. Reflecting on his life, it becomes clear that Oppenheimer's influence on the world is multifaceted. He stands as a symbol of the dual nature of progress, the potential for both immense good and profound harm. His story serves as a poignant reminder that with great power comes great responsibility, and that our choices, both as individuals and as a society, shape history. It's a story that continues to resonate even today, as we navigate the challenges and opportunities of our rapidly evolving world.
Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then, happy reading and happy listening.